Thanks for tuning in to the Basketball Blokes Podcast with Benny, Banksy and Boydie, part of the Blokes Podcast Network, which is a place where mates create. Visit the website at www.blokespodcast.com for more information. G'day listeners, you're back with Benny, Banksy and Boydie, the basketball blokes dribbling all things Aussie hoops and NBL fantasy. And this is the round two preview show. It doesn't matter how your team is travelling, be it charging or flopping, we're here to assist with tips to help you rebound. This is the NBL Fantasy Round Preview. I just think of Andy Thomas and his face in that vi- in that mu- film clip when they, when you when that that music starts. Him flipping his guitar around his shoulders, I think he does as well in one of the video clips. But anyway, so thank you. Moving right along. So thank you to Andy Thomas, a mate of ours who used to be in a Triple J standard band and has provided us some sound drops. Drop gauge. We hope you, you enjoy. Um, news. Uh, news. So this is where we're going to have some news. Big so news. there isn't too much Not too relevant. much news. Uh, I guess Jerome Randall, the big surprise uh, signing last week, was probably the only news we've got to go f- with this week. And yet to be entered in the system. Yet to be entered in the system, but has played a game for the Sixers already. Uh, 18 points, three steals, three rebounds, and two assists. Which is pretty standard a, Jerome. In a 50-point loss, though. Mm. Not bad. Good soys. <laughs> so I think we'd probably be, I guess, a bit more bullish on Jerome than we were last season. Would you say that? I think so. Okay. I'm more bullish on him at Adelaide than I was when he was at Sydney. I just didn't think he worked in Sydney. I'd say. Whereas I think Casper works in Sydney. It's probably imperative that Van Hump getting him into the game then because he might even be relevant to bring in this week. Let's hope so. Get the job done. All right. So here we go into the, the standard... Things that we're going to go through. So, most importantly, is the schedule. So, uh, let's drop this. God damn, what's the plan? Okay, so so schedule. many buttons on your soundboard. <laughs> schedule for this week. What is the plan? So, I'll go through the players you do not want to have in your team, which are those Melbourne United players who play a grand total of zero games this week. And if you had any New Zealand players, um, it'd be That'd be debatable whether or not you keep them this week, but you shouldn't have had them in the first place. Slap yourself. Who wow. has the goods schedule, Banksy? Real violent. Obviously, Illawarra. Um, they're the only team that has a double each of the next three rounds. So that's your your number one trade target. Focus there. And obviously the other teams this round are being Brisbane and Cairns on the double. Okay. Thank you very much. And we are now going to go through our... Top trade targets. Say, hope no, we need it. Something new in our lives. We know new things can lead to something true. Can't approve. Say, you know, I need it. Something new in my life. I know new things can lead to. And Banksy, as top bloke, you have the honours, mate. Who do you want to discuss first? I think I'll roll with the Illawarra Hawk boys, knowing they've got the best schedule over the next three rounds. So, And it's going to make my life easy. Obviously, number one trade target. 68% of the competition own LaMelo Ball. Um, for the other 
get him in. That should be your number one focus this week. Obviously, he had the maximum increase of 100K. He's priced at 950K as of round two. Um, but obviously, totally undervalued still. So if you don't have him, get him in your team. Um, his sidekick over there at the Hawks, Aaron Brooks, not Kevin Brooks. Um, they're your two best fantasy options at Illawarra. They put up between them 37 shots last weekend. So that's pretty incredible. Even with Brooks coming off the bench, um, their schedule's just too good to ignore him. So I think he's quite a bit lower owned than uh, LaMelo Ball. I don't have the number in front of me. I think he's, he's around the 30. only 39% owned. Yeah, yep. so I think we'll see quite a few people bring him in this week. Um, I think he needs to be in your team with those three doubles in a row. The other one... And if you've worked it properly, you can have both of them in your team starting because Brooks is obviously a shooting guard dual position with a point guard, so you can have both of them running alongside each other. And are both of you boys also starting them on your court this week? I haven't decided out of Machado slash Ball yet, but at the moment I do have Ball and Brooks on there. Uh, who, who's, who am I starting? Ball and Brooks. Uh, I don't know yet. All right. Okay. I might do the old two-face and flip a coin on Friday afternoon. Like you did last week with Ball? <gasps> yes, I made the error. Ouch. So there's one more hawk there, Boone Lover. There's one that was in my scheduled trades for this week, but after last week I'm not so sure. But obviously Boone would be the third most relevant Illawarra hawk there um, with that schedule. Um, but, you know, he only played 17 minutes last week and they didn't win. So hopefully that's something to go with. Hopefully you'll get more minutes this week, especially when they play Perth. And we've got to remember, he's a top five fantasy scorer from last season with a great run of fixture as well. And I guess uh, made all the more relevant by the tra- people that we'd be trading out in that centre position most likely this week, which we'll discuss later. Um, I was the average bloke, so I get next choice. So I'm going to choose the Brisbane players, someone that I will be locking into captain, and I'm interested to hear what Banksy has to say about this later, but Lamar Patterson. Um, so if you're considering bringing Lamar in, be aware that he only has the... Uh, double this week and then he's got a couple of singles after that so that's important thing to know so look a couple of weeks ahead maybe scotty hobson you know so he could be a good spot start for lamar patterson and someone else that i'm planning on bringing into my team this week i really love the matchups is maddie hodgson so um he's probably likely to be a bit of an alternative for those looking that were thinking about josh boone um for those sean long owners out there so he comes up against the Taipans um, and the Phoenix without Ty Wesley. So I think that he could score pretty big this week. And uh, the ordinary bloke, Bordy, you get this, the crumbs, mate. That would be me. And I'm going to talk Cairns first. So obviously you've got a few options in the Cairns lineup. Now they've got two, they've got a double this week, but only a single next week and then two doubles following, uh, sorry, then a double following that. Um, so what, five games in three rounds? But just be wary that this round, in round two, they play Brisbane in Brisbane and then go to Illawarra in Illawarra. And then their single next week is against Perth in Perth. So they haven't got a home game for a couple of weeks. And I think even then their next home game is round four. And it's after travelling to Adelaide, they play Melbourne United at home on the Monday night. So they've got quite a tough sort of travel schedule for the next couple of weeks. Um, But... 
obviously uh, their players they didn't score too badly. So you've got uh, obviously Noy, who looks like he's legit. Um, obviously, before the season, wanted to he wants to win, uh, wants to be the best rookie of the year since Ingles. Um, and if he keeps playing like he did the other night, I'm sure he will get that. Um, Machado scored pretty well, 39 points in a single as well. DJ Newbel and Cam Oliver, uh, 29 each. And obviously Oliver had that issue where he went off for about 10 minutes there when Bogut sort of fell over his knee by ac- on his knee by accident. Um, and Jerick, nice cheap option with the 22 um, there. So there's plenty of options out of those five guys if you need someone to slide in. Obviously they've got the double this week, but it is two away games, so be wary. And while you're on that, mate, I'm going to pass this one to you as the Nick Kane lover from last mm. year. I know he doesn't have the double game this week, but what's he got coming up after that, Boyd? It's I a, think he has, he has what, four doubles in a row? Three. So he's got after the single this week, which is against... Oh, I should have had that open. Uh, which is against Illawarra at, at Perth. So a nice home game. Yeah, beautiful. Which... You know, do they have a match up for him? Not too sure. Um, that the two bigs, the main bigs at Illawarra can go with Kay. I know they're bigger than him, but Kay's a bit more of a smooth mover around the court. Um, then they've got a run of doubles. So there's three doubles in a row. And what did he score on the weekend? Just a lazy, lazy 73. 73 yeah. in a single. And people are getting in early. Um, obviously, single last week, single this week, but he's already 23% owned. Well, you've got to think about it because he... Obviously, next week is going to come down to... Uh, you've got the breakers starting that run of four mm. doubles, is it? So, yep. obviously, the New Zealand breakers guys are gonna, probably going to be the most traded-in players after coming off two zeros. Um so there's p- no one has no one in their right mind should have too many New Zealand players in their team. So um, it's not just schedule; it's just their price has not increased before they play exactly as well. So too. a lot of people so have their to ride the zero. So the most owned it. player in New Zealand's uh, RJ Hampton is only twelve hundred that own him currently, which is only about I think that's about what twenty percent, yeah, eighteen eighteen percent of the of the uh, population at present. So which is probably smart. But um, looking at that game they had this morning against. Memphis, oh, I mean, Webster was on triple-double watch and Scotty Hobson looked good too and even Rob Lowe looked all right. Yeah, look, I guess the message is that you should potentially get K this week and I know it's something that I'm doing because I've already got two New Zealand players that I've got eyed off for next week. So you don't want to miss a Nick K double because what does Banksy's captain say? You don't get one Nick K. You get two. Ooh, so, um, so we might. Uh, oh, that sounded so rehearsed. Yeah, well, definitely wasn't. <laughs> all right. So, having talked about our trade targets, we are going to move on to all of your Twitter questions. I like to thank you for your. I like to thank you for your giving attention. I like to thank you for your participation. All right. First thing I wanted to do here was to actually thank. Uh, one of our Twitter followers, Ben Packer. So what we're going to be doing is putting this tweet out there and I guess pinning it to our profile for all of you to have your questions. But we're going to treat this like a forum. What we want to do is we like to see you guys actually helping each other out. Obviously, um, we like to think that we know what we're doing. But well, to be honest, a lot of you guys out there, as according to our league uh, rankings, know what you're doing too. So as much as you can help each other out, as Benny Packer has been doing, 
um, we definitely encourage that. So that's going to be our forum. Um, good on you, Benny. You are a, a legend. The so other, the other shout out, I guess, was to uh, Ian Matthew Matthew Bassett, which is at rapper rapper Gurmuffin. Sorry, it's a bit late. I'm a bit I'm a bit half asleep at the moment. Rap rap rapper Gurmuffin. Rap rapper Gurmuffin. Rap rapper Gurmuffin. Ah, jeez. Ian. <laughs> and he was saying, is it just me or are you guys getting a lot more questions this year? And that is correct. We are getting a lot more questions, um, but we do our best to try and get back to everyone when we can. So just... Um, Which is amazing. It give us a bit the, of patience. The game's growing, guys. Yeah, that's it. It's and getting bigger obviously and bigger. our follower numbers have gone through the roof this season as well, which is awesome. We uh, love it. Um, and we love your questions and, and feedback and all that sort of stuff. And we tr- we do our best to try and get to you guys. Obviously, we're, um, you know, a couple of us are family family men and all that sort of stuff so it and and so we try our best to get back to us but give us some patience and we'll try all right let's get cracking banksy what do we got we've got a whole heap of trades on sean long uh do you want to start us off mate there's a stack of sean long questions so we had pete Watts watkins ask us center spot wide open with the long trade as banksy said to boone or to hodgson can't see anyone else putting their hand up so I'm prepared to say that I've gone Hodgson um, over Boone at the moment. Um, there was another viable alternative, which um, I don't mind, in Harry Froling, which is even probably a bit more left of field for me. Um, what are you fellas thinking about that? He was in my spreadsheet to bring Boone in this week. My hesitation is obviously based off last week's performance. Um, and although even if he doesn't average what... Hodgson's going to average over the next few weeks. At the end of the day, the the way you've got to calculate it is Boone is playing six games over the next three weeks. So what is he going to score over that six weeks over the three week period compared to say a Hodgson and what he's going to score over the four games that he has over the three weeks? Boydy, do you have thoughts, mate? Um. Oh look, I have lots of thoughts. Do would you be prepared to share them? You are currently uh, not sitting in the uh, top ten, so you're relevant. allowed to, you know, disclose what you're doing. Um, yeah, so I have got Oliver. I've had him from the start. Cam Oliver, I like the look of him. Um, I think he got uh, interrupted with the twenty nine. He had twenty nine points, but that was with um, going off for about ten minutes for knee soreness. Um, I just think he's good. I liked his numbers in the f- um, G League previously. Um. Yeah. So, I'm sticking with him. He's my centre at the moment. Um. Probably with Kay sliding in next to him as a power forward, which will be a nice little set. So it's good to see that potentially hitting into to round two, all three of us will have a a different player at the centre position. Hmm. Yeah. Very good. So don't uh, mind Hodgson though on those numbers. Like, what do you hit? What do you have? Forty three, something like that. At one, and he's only a million bucks. One point one or one point two. And pretty cheap. Yeah. Well, Gary Flynn. Um at flyer underscore 66 does ask who is the best trading option for Mr. Double Double at centre no, this we week. Just, we just answered We did answer it. I just wanted to thank him for the question. But for me, um, it's Hodgson. And just to elaborate a little bit further, um, Banksy, you talked about holding Boone for six weeks. I'm only holding Hodgson for two. So this is what you have to kind of look at. I am looking at hopefully getting Sean Long back Um in what's that round four when their run of double start um i've got a plan to have the money there to be able to do so so these are the other other sorts of things that you have to have to think about as well um do you want to be going boon 
and potentially losing money because at that price there is a bigger risk of that. So this is just another thing which why I think Hodgson is a good option for me. Um, next question, Boydie. It's an interesting one. Uh, if I had my questions up, it would be very professional of me to do so. Uh, Magne DD JLA situation? No, nope. Denim Melrose. Oh, we're still on the long ones? Oh, yeah, this is another... First, so, uh, Denim Melrose, D Melrose 41. First year playing NBL Fantasy. Thanks for joining us this year, Denim. I hope you went okay. What's the value in trading long over holding him when you're going to get when you're going to need him ASAP, right? Would it not be more beneficial to trade JLA to a guy who plays two games this week? Ooh, that's a tough one. But what it, what I think about is you've got two million bucks sitting on the bench. Now, that two million bucks could go into earning you so many points over the next week or so. Um, and... You know, if you've played your cards right and you've got enough sort of salary available, you it's no risk. You're going to be able to get long back. He's not going to change in price because he's not playing a game. So as long as you think that you you know, as long as you give yourself a little bit of a buffer there of let's say a hundred thousand because that's the maximum someone can go down if they were if you were to take them and go down, then I think it's uh, more risky to not trade him than it is to trade him. And not only that, JLA is looking like he will be one of the best cash cows we have. Second, That's the second part of the question, sorry. Yes, and you're correct. If JLA keeps getting minutes, which is the one risk with him, I think. Uh, yes. And he, he almost went up the full 100K, and he scored 32 last game as well. Yep. So I think he's one you want to be keeping on your bench yep. a bit longer term. Yes, he doesn't play a game this week, but... Worried yeah. by the minute Smith Milner get there, and if Barlow comes back, that's when I'm going to start and get worried about JLA. Um, but at the moment, I'm happy to ride with him because, as I said, the risk of having 250k, which is what I bought him at, on my bench and getting a zero isn't as bad as having two million bucks on your bench and getting a zero for two million bucks. Yeah, yeah, I agree with everything that you said then. Um, and we don't really need him back ASAP. Um, no games this week, only the one the following week. Um, so as I detailed before, I'm going to get him back when he's good round of schedule, start round four. That's it. Um, so we don't need him necessarily back ASAP. Um, I'd be trading him to a premium player. Um, and Kyrie 2 Nation, Banksy, has. Uh, there's one other option we haven't discussed there. What are your thoughts? Do you want to read that question? So right, thought, thoughts on the centre options this week. AJ, Boone, Oliver and Hodgson. So AJ is not so much one of the names that has been sort of going around as a trade option. Um, I didn't see too much of the Illawarra game there, Benny, but I think you saw most of it. What are your thoughts? Um, I guess we. I also saw AJ play against the Phoenix live in the preseason, and he was moving good. He's at a nice price point for a lot of people that if you're looking to do, you know, get your two premium Melbourne players out, you could probably do long to K or... Um, upgrade, you know, your second Melbourne United player up to K and afford AJ. It's probably something I actually do have the money for AJ. Just opting for Hodgson still. Um, you you guys, if you're looking to hold someone over the next couple of weeks, Hodgson or AJ Ogilvy? Hodgson's for me. I don't know. I haven't thought about it. 
<laughs> I think Hod- Hodgson's sort of assured of those what are you min- get? minutes compared. Yeah, to AJ. I think so. I think th- I think um, the question mark with Illawarra is you're right the minutes at the moment. And, and, and there was a, there was a lot of commentary around did it work you know with Boone and AJ on the court at the same time if they decide to go small they're going to split those minutes I don't think there's too much upside there there's yep. more upside in Hodgson if you're comparing the two I agree Banksy Riley at Riley DT has offered another suggestion of long to Bogut um, and doing a bit of get Bogut in then get long back as such for oh, yes. What are your thoughts on uh, Andrew Bogut? Well, he didn't score what you would think in the first game, but that doesn't mean he won't score this week. We we know he's a, a fantasy stud, or he has been in the past, and I think, look, he had 38, and it didn't even look like he did much watching that game as well. So um, question mark over him is price. It's 2.28 mil, quite expensive. You don't want him just getting 38 when you've had... Hodgson, who got a 42 or whatever it was, and he's half the price. So, um, And Hodgson's got a double, so he's got more chances to ball out, but also more chances to get a single-figured game as well. So, Yeah, so yeah. Hodgson and Bogut play three games over the next two weeks, which is how long Riley looks to be holding him. Um, it obviously may, means that Bogut, you should be able to get Bogut's long pretty easily. Mm-hmm. So, look, I mean, I couldn't afford to do it, but... It, it's definitely a viable yeah, alternative. It's, a, it's an option out there if you want to get it. As I said, Bogut's legit rebounder, scorer, and passer for his position in our league. Um, he's the MVP of the league. So, And I guess it, it depends on the rest of Riley's team as well. Yep. I think um, there's absolutely nothing wrong with that, that trade, um, but there are, I feel, better value options. So if he doesn't have K, for example, I think K is better value than Bogut at the price points and the schedule. All right, I think we've probably covered off enough on Mr. Double Trouble, um, who's causing plenty of issues for the coaches out there. So um, next couple of questions we've got are around these uh, injured or donut cheapies that we've got coming up, being uh, Magne, DD, and I guess I really want to talk about JLA a little bit as well. So um, Ben Packer, person we shouted out before, so... Um, he's asked, uh, so at Benny the Saint, which probably you probably like, Boydy, I don't know. Oh, if no, is he a Saint supporter? I'm, I'm actually not too sure. He's South Australian, I think, so maybe not. So he asked, also with the question marks over DD and Magne, should we move them out as soon as possible or deal with United by first? Can't be having donuts. Mm, donuts. Mm, so... There, I'm. I'm happy to eat a. So let's chuck chuck the next question in there at the same time then, which is from at Ryan underscore Dizzle twenty three. Should I be keeping JLA as a backup C slash PF? Fellas, are we keeping JLA? Yes, here. Yep. Yes. On a bench. Yep. Why not? Because I've got two other Melbourne United guys. I need to get out because they're more expensive. Um, Benny Packer question marks over DD and Magne. Yes, there is. Um, if you've got both of them, ouch. Um, my play with Magne all the way through as soon as I saw the moon boot was wait and see. Um, my question mark with him is still whether he will get minutes. I know he looked great in the blitz, but he did this to us last year as well. He looked great in the blitz and then came out and was hardly played. Um, so a bit scared about that. DD, I'm not so worried about. As we've talked about on the previous uh, podcast, uh, I am keeping DD. He's on my bench. At the moment, and you know, 
maybe when Sydney's got a double next week, he'll slide into the, the starting position if he starts to play. Yeah, look, I am more than... If you're thinking of these donuts, you're, if you're dropping your donuts on the donuts. floor, if you've got your, your stale cinnamon donuts, they only cost you 250k, it's okay. You, if you lose out on one of them, you're not too... But if you've got like the, the gourmet, maybe oh, the Tower yeah. Field... Springvale of, ones. Oof. Yeah, Daniel's Donuts. Daniel's Oof. Donuts, yeah. Oof. Oof. Um, Bit of Mars bar on top of them or whatever you got. That's that's your McCarran. So, um, that's... Mars what, bar McCarran. So, that's what Banksy's dealing with this week, um, actually. So, um, I would, as a priority, be looking out to move out your expensive donuts to better players and um, just fingers crossed for Magne. Banksy, last word on that one? I was going to say exactly what Benny said. Okay. You got a lot more flexibility with your trades to, to trade out those guys that are on a on a buy that have a lot more value than, than trying to trade out, you know, those guys that are a bargain basement priced. All right, let's go. Let's keep going with it. Now let's uh, talk about some interesting trade target uh, tweets we've got. So we have, first we've got Ruby Ann, which is at Ruby Ann underscore. Thinking of getting Griffin in, he's been close to a DD every game. Is it too early to consider him? My vote is no. He, I know we've talked about our schedules and our spreadsheets and all this nerdy stuff, but he was mm. on there pretty early for me. Um, yep. Uh, obviously, with the five games over the next three rounds, how'd he, I don't know, you probably got rid of this, but in the, I know he performed pretty well. Um, had a few block shots, I think, from yeah, memory. Yeah, a big monster, monster um, block. In the NBA games, he played points, a lot of minutes tw- in that NBA points, game as well. 12.6 rebounds. So, pretty solid. Yeah, I think he had 12 points, correct me if I'm wrong, maybe eight boards in that NBA. <laughs> you just said it like two yeah. seconds oh, before you said it. I was reading it. 12.6 12. rebounds. Six rebounds, right. Um, <laughs> but 30, 35 minutes played? Oh, sugar, I don't have that. Um, do, 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 do. Uh, 34 minutes and 42 seconds, to be precise. Yeah, and I think that was... He had the, four blocks. Yeah, Okay. And a steal and an I assist. I think that's, that's, well, that's important a because impressive fantasy score for the game. Yeah, my question mark around him was foul trouble, so it's good to see him actually staying out there for the duration of the game. And an interesting one as well. He shot two from seven three pointers, so he actually jacks up three pointers as well. Oh, okay. So there's you obviously in uh, fantasy there four pointers, and he got two of those. So there's eight just there. Stretch four. Mm, interesting. Playing a little bit of five mm. minutes as well, maybe. Most of his rebounds were defensive rebounds, but um, yeah. Look, did, have I, some, did have some turnovers too. I personally love him as a fantasy prospect. Mm-hmm. Um, and if I didn't have the power forwards that I have now, and I've only got little cheapy ones, um, I can't. it's not an option for me. But if you can do it, I would definitely uh, promote uh, that it is not too early in getting Griffin in. I think we all agree. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, Banksy, you want to take the next suggestion? So other trade targets. So we had Brenton tweet us at Faker1411. Looking forward to the next few weeks and maximizing overall points. Is Creek an option over someone with a few doubles coming up? Mitch Freak. That's right. He was uh, the Serbian sniper, as we said in our Phoenix Blokes podcast, Michela Krikovic, shooting all all those threes. Um, So... Look, their schedule is just so horrible. I For fantasy, it is. For yes. fantasy, it is. It's not good. No. But this is the Bogut issue we had yeah. last All year. All over again. I can see it happening again. Um, he only had the 11 rebounds, so he just got his double-double bonus, but he was in everything. 
Yeah, I think with that one as well, with Wesley out, he played a lot more minutes too. I think he played almost 37 or 8 minutes, didn't he, in a 40-minute game. So he was on the court for a lot of the time. Not too sure he's going to play that much minutes every game. So I'd be wary about that. That's a little bit of a risk. Yes, schedule's bad, but they play at home this week to Brisbane. They play at home next week to Illawarra. Um, then their double the next round is a game on the Friday night in Perth and then a Sunday game at home against Adelaide. So, it's look, it's not too bad. They only travel once, um, even though their lack of doubles over the next couple of weeks. But if you wanted to get Michela Krikovic into your side... Um, Serbian sniper, sharpshooting oh. three-point superstar. <laughs> you get that one. Um, sharp haircut too. Um I, you, if you want to get him in early because you're fearful of the old Andrew Bogut thing, price rise, can't get him back, etc. Then if you, and if you've got the trades up your sleeve and that's what you want to do, you go nuts. So what has he got? He's got one double over five rounds. Yep. And what is he? He's a small forward slash SG mm-hmm. is his Correct. current position. So I think you've also got to take into account what else is out you there and what's yeah. coming up. Yep. You could have, say, a Scotty Hobson who's been majorly impressive. Yep. And New Zealand are playing, as of round three, four doubles in a row. That's great. And this week, so, if you're looking at similar price players, you've got Patterson on a double who, you know, according to everyone's overweight and... Didn't do much, but he scored 55 fantasy points in a single in round one. So, But for me, Hobson, way cheaper than Craig, and he's going to be playing a lot more games in the short term. Next, that's next week, though. Yeah. I wouldn't be getting Hobson in this week for a zero. Yeah. But yeah. Michaelis Krejcevic or whatever it is. <laughs> <laughs> if, look, if you like him, go for it. The point of difference is, is good sometimes. So, But we think there's better options out there. But yeah. Yeah. It just, I think, highlights the importance of the schedule and... Um, uh, Hopefully he doesn't uh, keep doing what Bogut does and because he's going to be must-own in the second half of the season if he's not in the NBA. Um, final suggestion on a player that I had not considered at all once this season, uh, Jay Sean Tate. Um, this is from Arul Ravindan. Uh, did you guys rate Jay Sean Tate as an early trade-in? Looked great in big minutes. So... Did you watch the game? I did watch the game. I was very impressed. I think, um, Boydie, when you interviewed Liam Santa Maria, he was pretty big on him, particularly his hustle. Um, I don't think it's a bad choice at all. It's a very unique choice. He's very lowly owned. But I also wonder, would he have got those minutes if DD had lined up? Uh, yeah, that is the question mark there too. Um, yeah, look, 44 points, but I think he had a game. Like, he was just on. You could just tell when he was playing the game, he was just pumped. And coach Will Weaver did the right thing and just left him out there because I, I don't think Bogut even played that high minutes in the end because he was playing that big role as well. So H- Have you got the box score in front of you there? I don't for you that don't? game, Look, okay. but I can Look, get it. I just quickly. got this, the impression, and this is from every game that I've seen him, and you can tell why he's not at the next level. Mm. The amount of missed free throws, like, he's not the skillful shooting player. No. But boy, oh boy... Wowie, can he crash those boards? The I efforts, mean, the efforts, oh my, definitely. The there. hustle is what yeah. it's all about, and um, I wanted to just actually. Did he have many offensive boards in that game? Um, because obviously they are um, crucial. You get bonus points for the offensive rebounds, and we want double double bonuses. Um, so he was just either slashing, getting to the line, attacking the rebounds, 
which is uh, obviously can be pretty uh, important for new websites killing me. Your he had three story. offensive rebounds and six defensive rebounds, so he's only yeah. one board shy of that double double bonus as well. Okay, so still got upside there. Uh, Sydney schedule um, not too bad, um, but it's again. Single, it's double, single, double, double. So, look, what, 10 games in? Are we affected by the Scotty Hobson hype train again here? Yeah. The Hobson hype train when everyone hops on? Yeah, yeah potentially. Um, so, that's really what you're weighing it up against, I think. Um, is he a good option? Yes. Is he the best option? Don't know. It's up to you, I guess, to make that decision. Probably not from my perspective. All right. Start and sit. The next part we're going over. And we failed miserably in mm-hmm. our own individual teams, boys. So we'll so leave these ones to Banksy. 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 Daniel Catronis, a regular from last season. So good to have you back, Daniel. At Daniel Catronis. I think we could get this one right, boys. Would you start Noy? Yes. Yes. That's it. Easy. Damon, which is at McCormick or 1997. A few tough decisions this week. I've got to choose to start Creek or Blanchfield. On two, Blanchard's on two games, Creek on a, on a single, and K or Noy. K on a single, <sighs> Noy on two games, leaning towards Blanchard and Noy just because they've got the extra game and think Creek and K won't score 70 every game. What does everyone reckon? I hate these I do so too. much. It's real tough. We just said, you know, I can go Are you way. going to start Noy? Yes. Yes. And then we get this scenario where it's. Would I start choice. him over Creek? Well, it's I Noy mean, over K. K. Sorry. Um. See, this is the ones that I, I want to see the whole team because I'd, I'd like to know if, if you can... Because Noy is obviously a dual position. So I've got flexibility in my lineup where I can move him around and rah-rah because of that. Um, so look at that but first, not only definitely. That, Cans have the two away games and Kay's got the home game. Correct. Look, I always tend to side on the two game. I yes. do Because I want the floor. I agree. I do too. Because if that single's a really bad game, then I think... It can be more negative on your ranking. Correct. As Whereas if they've got two games, even if they have one bad you got a game, redemption they might have game. A, yeah, that's correct. <laughs> it might be a good game that gets you over the top. So Creek v. Blanchfield on two games. We're going with Blanchfield there too over Creekovich. Yeah, it's a lot of money on the bench though as well, isn't it? Same thing. Can you your dual position? What's yeah, anyway? So Damon Blanche ha- Blanche is no slouch. Nah, I like Blanche. I and actually, he scored well he last week as well. He was in my lineup before the re- before I think the season started. He, he, I think he's got to be the safer option. Yeah, I think Blanchfield's the safer option there than Creek. Okay. Um. So lastly, this is a little bit of a segue onto the upcoming captain. So just listen out in just a moment. But uh, Marco, who we uh, shouted out earlier for winning the game day competition and twenty five dollars by yourself a cap, Mark. Um. So he has asked about does Lamello get captain even though he plays Perth or do you go Patterson? I'm very interested to hear what Banksy has to say about this. But something just quickly, if you have a team that has Lamello Ball, Brooks, Noy, Patterson and Oliver, would that be would you be okay with starting a K on the single Boydie, is that your exact team? No. Not quite? No. But you would be okay with starting K on a single, I think yes. we've uh, decided that. He may not be your captain choice, though, but uh, to hear about the captain choices, it's time. And now it's time for Banksy's captains. It's not Bernie or Body, so please don't at them. It's Banksy's choice, so he's in trouble. If his number one choice doesn't double, double. 
double. All right, boys. So this week I've elected to go with the top four. Okay. So I'm going to run through a couple of special mentions that did not crack the top four, but uh, maybe a couple that people are also considering. So we've got to touch on Boone. Uh, obviously has the double this week. We're going to need to see more than the 17 minutes he played last week, but obviously is on the double, and we've got to remember he is a top five scorer from last season. Um, as I said earlier, Hawks did not get the win, so I think something's got to change there. And Boone's coming up a couple, against a couple of bigger opponents, so I think we'll see more minutes from him this week. The other one that Benny's uh, really highlighted, which is probably lucked out a little bit and could have possibly made the top four, is his boy Hodgson. Um, he scored 43 points in his first game. Magne was out, so watch that space for an injury update. Um, but he should really smash Cairns and Phoenix with their undersized bigs. My worry with Hodgson is always foul trouble. Um, Only played 21 minutes last game for that good score. Still, yeah, Ooh. yeah. So high risk, high reward with Hodgson. If uh, you're looking for a risk it for the biscuit, he could be an option. Um, the Cairns boys, you know, you've got Noy and some of the other Cairns boys, it could be an option. But I'm a little bit off put by the two away games. So I want to see a bit more consistency. A lot of those Cairns boys had some really big scores in the first half. And then it was sort of cans of old um, in that second half when they really died off, particularly in the last quarter. So too much risk with the cans, boys. But let's how move into... How, how many is that? How many are you going with? Are you covering the whole league right now or what? These are special they were mentions. Special oh, these are special mentions. mentions. But so we're having, we've got cap, captain choices, but I'm going to mention 15 other players just in case they ball out and they score the highest points. None of those players are in the top four, but thanks for tuning he's in, boys. He's getting scared already because he's the top bloke this week. First time very ever. Wide First in time ever? Hmm. First time ever, top bloke? No, no, not oh, quite. But okay. uh, just checking. Okay, All carry right. on. Anyway, if top I bloke's got top deck hair as well. I don't know if anyone noticed that. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> moving on. Number four, I'm going with Sobi as a sneaky point of difference. There's not many people with him out there. He's eight percent owned. Mm. The reason he's in the top four, he played the most minutes of anyone on the Brisbane roster last week. He took the most shots of anyone in the team. He had the most three-point attempts. He had a five from 11 from downtown. Um, he was on 21 fantasy points after the first quarter, was looking really hot. Um, only finished on 26. So the question I ask is why. He had no steals, no blocks, and two assists. He also had five turnovers, which is minus 10 right there. Mm. That's not the Sobe we saw last year, but I really like that he had the minutes there. I think there's a lot of upside. You know, you have a couple of steals, a few more assists, and all of a sudden he turns that into an easy 40-plus score. And he's got two very easy matchups this week in Cairns and Phoenix. Come on now. Not easy. Phoenix, undefeated. What are you talking about? The undefeated Phoenix you're talking about? Fantasy-relevant matchups. Is that better? Okay, Maybe. now let's move on because this is where I'm getting a bit more interested here. Okay. Number three, I'm going to go with Aaron Brooks, not Kevin Brooks. 43 points last week. Will we see him start this week? No. Nope. No. Okay, I don't think it really matters. Um, he played 32 minutes from the bench. He put up a team-high 21 shots last week. Him and Ball are clearly the two best fantasy options at Illawarra. Um, the reason he's not higher, it's just his lack of other stats. He's relying on his shot. Um, and to get a big fantasy score higher than what he did, he's got to add those assists. He's got to add those steals, those blocks, the stats that he's not getting. So two score dependent for me. 
One and two are the most interesting, and I think this is where most people are going to go. And it's a little bit of a flip of a coin, and I am a little bit biased because I potentially won't have number two in my team this week. Mm, So, likely I know to be your captain, Benny, but I've gone with Lamar Patterson at number two. Sure will. He had 55 fantasy points last week against the Hawks. He takes on Cairns at home. He's also got Phoenix away. So, again, some nice matchups there. Um, look, he could have easily taken the number one spot. We know what he can do from last season. He has the ability to double-double. Um, he pulled down eight boards last week, so he was almost there. And, I mean, if he had those two more boards, we're looking at a, a 70-plus fantasy score, which is what you want from your captain, especially if he's on a double. Number one spot. Um, I'm going to obviously go with Lamelo Ball. Is the only relevant wire left. Okay, controversial. A little bit. Yeah. Was this before the stat adjustment on last week? It was. Okay. Oof. But I still think that's a little bit irrelevant. So the biggest question mark we've had from people on Twitter is should we give Ball the captaincy because of the Perth matchup? So we know they can be restrictive, particularly from last season. It's definitely something I'm concerned about, Banksy. Mm-hmm. But consider this. So Trimble had 25, 8 and 5 in Perth last, Perth last week. Perth gave up 93 points on their home deck to an undermanned United side. Lamelo put up 76 in his single blitz game. And yes, it was the blitz. But who was it against? It was against Perth. Overtime as well, Banksy. I don't think he scored too much in overtime. But Martin played the whole game there as well. So he put up 72 last week, but... Obviously, with those stat adjustments, that scaled him right back to 55 because they took his double-double off him. But he's getting big minutes. He played over 32 minutes against Brisbane. He's hitting all the stats. Him and Rooks took 37 shots between them. He obviously has a hunger for the boards, as he's shown in the two games we've really focused on. He had four steals and a block because he reads the play so well. He did not record a turnover, which I really like. So he's not losing any fantasy points because his decision-making is on point. And... Even if he has an average score against Perth, he will put up huge numbers at home against Cairns on Monday. He had one million viewers watch him in that last game online. He's going to go big. I can see him scoring 100 points across the round. Oh, Look, I have to admit that like I actually it. like this a lot. Mm. I see opportunities. Basketball blokes, Benny Banksy Boyd, big baller brand sponsorship <laughs> coming up. Look, now it's a very interesting. I'm going Patterson, but uh, I haven't even decided whether I'm going to start Machado over Lamelo. Wow. But uh, this is uh, this might have swayed me. I, I do have faith in my mate Banksy, so mm. that's very interesting. Bordy, wrap us up, my friend. Alrighty. Um, if as always, DT Dream Team Talk article will be up in the next twelve hours. I'm staying up. <laughs> Maybe. Let's say 24 hours just in case. Uh, it's currently Wednesday evening at 10.37pm we'll Australian Eastern Standard It'll be up in Daylight the Savings Time. Um, as always, hit us up on the Twitter at bball underscore blokes. You'll also find us on Facebook, which is just basketball space blokes. That's about it. All right, guys, if we haven't got to your questions, we'll try and do so on the Twitter. Good Cheers. luck. Good luck.